Southeast Radio's morning mix. Okay, Mick, uh, let's look at the front page of the Irish Times this morning before we talk to you and get your views on this. Israel is to intensify its attacks on the Gaza Strip. What is your reaction to the the ongoing conflict there at the moment, the worsening conflict? Yeah, look, most people in the world are absolutely shocked um, that, I suppose, people are not really shocked that Israel would behave like this. They've been behaving badly for a long time. But I suppose one of the most shocking things is that so the political class, um, the the US, the EU, uh, have been giving them their unconditional support to do what they like. I mean, they're literally carrying out a genocide against the people of Palestine. They are committing war crimes. And there's no secret about the fight that they're committing war crimes. And yet, they still maintain the, the unconditional support of the US and of the EU and the UK and others. It is shocking. Now, the Global South obviously is on a different page, uh, but the old colonialists, the Europeans, North Americans, US and Canada, they support whatever Israel does 100%, and it doesn't matter what they do. It doesn't matter how many hospitals they bomb, how many churches they bomb how many apartment blocks they bomb, they still have their conditional support. It's shocking. I have spoken twice on this subject. You're the third person I'm speaking to in recent days and weeks. I spoke to Cahill Burry, who's a former Irish Ranger. I spoke to former Labour Party leader Brendan Howland. They gave me a very balanced approach, looking at it from all sides. First off, can I, I, I've heard your podcast with Claire Daly, um, and, and you did accept that Hamas were the aggressor on October the 7th. Can you clarify that for me, please? Yeah, listen, what Hamas did on October 7th was a war crime. It was terrorism. And um, we condemned it 100%. We, we condemn all forms of violence and terrorism. And what Hamas did on October 7th was horrific. What is also horrific is the fact that what Israel is doing now, and Israel, it, it isn't just attacking and, and trying to uh, deal with Hamas. It's attacking the civilians of Gaza who didn't attack Israel on the October 7th. We, we had von der Leyen, uh, the president of the commission. We had President Metzola, president of the European Parliament. They went to Tel Aviv to give Israel their unconditional support to do what they like. They didn't go there to tell them that the Geneva Convention needs to be respected and that's the way forward. They went there to give them a blank check to carry out a genocide against the Palestinians. And a few days after that, in, outside the European Parliament, they are the, the same people organised an event to, sell, to, to, um, to show respect to all the Israelis that were killed. And we agreed with that 100%. But what about the people that were being killed in Gaza? They refused to mention the citizens that were being killed and slaughtered in Gaza. How, how can you do that? At this stage, there was more dead in Gaza than had died in Israel. And we had a commemoration outside the European Parliament in Brussels, commemorating one side only. 
Surely all lives are equal. Surely they should have commemorated both sides. It is shocking. It is shocking unbalanced behaviour on the part of the European Union. And the European Union, are they are losing the people. The people do not feel like this. The people all over there's protests all over Europe at the moment. And the people are in a different place to the politicians. But the politicians, because of pressure from the Americans, uh, will not do the right thing. They will not They will not put any pressure on Israel okay. to respect international law. They, when, when, they, when Israel decided, first off, that they were cutting off electricity, cutting off water, uh, cutting off food to Gaza, that's a war crime. That's called, that's called a collective punishment. It's illegal. But our European Parliament had no problem with it. And last week in Strasbourg, we, there, was, we had, there was an amendment, there was a resolution aimed to call for a ceasefire. Do you know that they withdrew it? They withdrew the call for a ceasefire and went for humanitarian aid instead. So you can keep bombing the living daylights out of the place. You can, you can keep destroying the place and, and bombing hospitals and, uh, and churches and uh, apartment blocks, but, but, but we'll allow humanitarian aid. We oppose that in the European Parliament. Do you know how many, there was over nearly 700 MEPs there. Do you know how many of us stood up to oppose doing away with the call for the ceasefire? 21? 21 of us opposed this resolution. What's wrong with us? What is going wrong with the political class? They're totally out of tune and out of connection with the people. The people don't feel like this. Can I, look at it, can I look at the unfolding situation? Because as I said, you're the third person I've spoken to in this in the last few days. I spoke to Carl Burry, I spoke to Brendan Howland. One of the, the points that Brendan Howland raised to me was the possibility and their major concern that if Hezbollah entered the fray, we would be into a much bigger conflict. And I just see in the, in, uh, the article in front of me here, uh, uh, comments attributed to Pre- uh, Prime Minister uh, Netanyahu. He says, if Hezbollah opens a second front against Israel, our response will be such that the terror group would long for the level of destruction inflicted on it during the 2006 Second Lebanon War. What, have you got similar fears to Deputy Howland on this? Uh, yes, the war could escalate. But tell me this. Netanyahu is one of the most dangerous people alive. He is horrific, he is. There's, there's, so, many, there's so many people in Israel. There's been ten, hundreds of thousands on the streets of Israel come, uh, opposing what Netanyahu is doing. Pe- people think that... People, people make a huge mistake about blaming Jews for what's been done to the Palestinians. This isn't the Jews. The Jews are not the problem. The problems are the Zionists and people like Netanyahu. Right? There's, there's, there's millions of Jews around the world condemning what this absolutely brutal Israeli regime are doing to the Palestinians. People should not be blaming the Jews. Right. Most Jews do not want this. But the vast majority of Jews want no part in this. They, they, they want no part in Zionism. This is illegal 100%. It's brutal. It, it, this is a massacre. Uh, there, are, there is a train of thought, Mick, uh, and I'll let you answer the question directly because it's been, it's been given to me to put to you that you do not want to see Israel uh, exist at all. So can you answer that question? Uh, well, uh, but listen, if whoever said that, right, uh, ask them for the evidence. I have never, ever, ever said that, right? Mm-hmm. Now, uh, 
at this stage, realistically, the people the people on the ground in this region are firmly convinced that a two-state solution is no longer possible because Israel has made it impossible. So what is your solution then? Look, my solution is that all that region, the international community, if, if they're not prepared to actually... Uh, bring Israel back to the 67 borders. And I don't think the international community is, has the has the battle for it, right? If they're not prepared to do that and, and get throw Israel uh, back out of the settlements that they stole, right? Then the only alternative is for the two nations, the two peoples, uh, the, the Jews and uh, the Palestinians to live in peace together with equal rights and, uh, and human rights respected for all, right? That's the, that's the way forward, and that's where you get peace. There's going to be no peace as long as there's, as there's no justice. And this violence and this, uh, I mean, the, the, the people of Israel are not safe because of the actions of their own government. This isn't the way. This isn't the way forward. But I mean, there's uh, the people of Israel uh, have every right to exist, and. I would love to see where the people of Israel and the Palestinians lived in one state where there was human rights for all and equal rights for all. Uh, I, I, there's a comment again in front of me. Absent from the list is Prime Minister Netanyahu. On Friday, uh, uh, a poll showed an overwhelming majority of the Israeli public, 80% believes Mr. Netanyahu must also accept responsibility for what, what happened in the Gaza periphery. You talked about Zionism and you talked about the Jewish faith. Um, can you differentiate between the two, please? What yes, does he mean the, by that? Listen, what, what, what the Israeli regime is doing to the Palestinians at the moment now is as bad as anything we've ever seen in our lifetimes, right? But this isn't the Jews doing this to the Palestinians. These are the, the Zionists. And they have the support of the Americans and the support of the European Union. And what does their philosophy the make? What, what is the Zionistic philosophy? Well, they want they want to take all of the land. They wanted already there's over six million Palestinians in refugee camps. These Palestinians had their they were robbed they were their land was robbed from them. They were thrown out of their homes. They were expelled from their own land by the Israelis. That's what happened. The Nakba in nineteen forty seven, forty eight, forty nine. That's what it, it was. It was a genocide that time. It was ethnic cleansing against the Palestinians. That, that was ethnic cleansing, right? We've over six million Palestinians in refugee camps between Jordan, Syria, Lebanon, and Gaza. Gaza, two point three million in Gaza. It's an open air prison. What is wrong with this? How, how can the international community give their blessing? To what the Israelis are doing to the Palestinian people. How can they do it? Southeast Radio's morning mix. Southeast Radio.